I need you to define a word for me. All right, shoot. We have we, we're living in a in a in a in a timeline where words don't have the meanings that they're supposed to have, right? Well, the words mean whatever we want them to right. mean, right? But I learned a new word today I hadn't seen before. I learned it from disgraced, fired, uh, uh, disinformation mistress Zares N- Nina. Yankovic, Yankovic, who was, uh, who, who's the, 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 by the way, the DHS Disinformation Governance Board was put on pause. That's the term they use. I love their newspeak. Pause. It was put on pause and she was, she resigned. Meaning we're going to stop for a minute and come back later once you've forgotten that we did this? Yes. Once you've forgotten all the antics of, uh, I think you've called her Scary Poppins. Yeah, I, I didn't coin that. The the internet did, but you know, you remember she. That's pretty good. The internet comes up with some pretty good stuff. How you hide yeah. a light? Yeah. yeah, and she is scary. She's no, that was she's, scary. I think we we we. Uh, I watched that for the first time here on the podcast, which was one of our most monumental moments. I take that back. This is one of the most uh, brain damaging moments, and that was incredibly alarming to see that that person held a position in the executive branch administration of the United States of America, which is essentially the controlling power in the world today. Well, she still does. She still, she still, she still holds that office or it's not an office. She she resigned from the disinformation governance board, but I mean, she's still, still employed uh, by them. uh, Yeah. I don't know exactly what she does. She has something to do with Russia and Ukraine. And she, she said something interesting, which, which is where I learned this new word. Um, the word is, well, let me read it in a sentence, her sentence, by the way, she, she made up this word. I don't know if she did, but, uh, she claims by the way, that she had to resign because of disinformation. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) There was a lot of disinformation about the disinformation governance board uh, that apparently she was unable to combat the pub- and control so she can't even do her job in 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 telling all of us what to believe about her and her job so she can't even do the most basic aspect of her disinformation control job about disinformation that maybe she was right to resign because of all of the disinformation that she was unable to prevent with her disinformation governing board wow I hope you followed that because I did. We're so going to end up with an alien invasion here like next week. I mean, these people, they, they, uh, okay. I know you're going to tell me a new word here, but I'm just, lately I've just been blown away by the absurdity of it all. And if, if there really is a, a, a group of people conspiring to take greater control, they are going to have to take some pretty precipitous action more so than they've done recently because the the veil is being pulled back and 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 maybe i'll run through some of my thoughts on that in a minute but uh lay it on me nina 
Yankovic. What's what's the ethnicity? Is she you uh, like an ethnic Ukrainian or something like one generation back? I mean, she's got some sort of a. I, I, maybe, bitch, yeah, I, I'm not sure. Abramovich. I mean, Abramovich is a one of the Russian oligarchs, right? So, I mean, this that that name, the last name is cer- clear, clearly from somewhere towards the Caucasus. Yeah, in, and she in Eastern she, Europe. She worked in or with Ukraine as a um, some kind of fellow fellowship. All, is that a transgender Albright. thing? No, that a woman can be a fellow. No, it's like a. Clint- is that where this all started? <laughs> Clinton, <laughs> when they made women fellows. It was, if this doesn't raise red flags, right? It was Clinton Albright Fellowship, I think, is what it's called. But it's something to do with Ukraine, and this 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 new word we're all about to learn. Maybe it's only new to me. Maybe you guys all know about it. Kind of hints at what she used to do or still does. But let me let me. Read. Okay, this is, go ahead. This go is ahead. A, a tweet. From her, she's replying to somebody else. They kind of had a little back and forth for about three tweets before she bowed out with their tail tucked between her legs and uh, angry faces, unable to answer the question. But she says, take a look at the recent work to pre-bunk Russian narratives about Ukraine. It focused on raising awareness of the falsities coming out of the Kremlin so Americans wouldn't buy into them. It worked. No combating domestic sources anywhere in the mix because they were talking about domestic disinformation. Let me just read the, take a look at the recent work to pre-bunk Russian narratives about Ukraine. That's our new word, pre-bunk. Have you, word that, have you heard that word before? I have not, but I did invent the word pre-peat uh, many years ago. Uh-huh. To do something. Personally, me, I invented Again that. for the first time? Is that what it means? Was to do something in advance of someone else. Oh, if, okay. if someone repeats you, you pre-peated them. <laughs> Got it? I think we need to pre-bunk that. That would, <laughs> be, a, that would be a prepetition of what comes next. But what, look, pre-bunk is just new speak for we're going to make up whatever we want to make up and we're going to tell you that that's the truth of the matter. And any, anyone trying to debunk us is lying? She basically admits, admits that the stuff coming out of the news and the mainstream narrative about Russia and Ukraine is pre-bunked, which means it's formulated, it's astroturfed, it's fake, it's whatever they want you to believe. If you watched Ukraine on fire, you know how they do this, because they did the same thing then, and she was involved with Ukraine back then, too. I think she was part of that big team that basically installed the preferred pre-bunked president <laughs> i'll uh put up a link again to ukraine on fire uh, i think you have to get that on netflix or amazon i can't remember <clears throat> but i think i found it on rumble or something also linked to an article about nina being on pause so she's been so the basic around the table at the at the oligarchy meeting kind of goes something like this <clears throat> all this new uh disinformations are no that's the that's the russian this new disinformations are in uh I, I don't know if i can get into a german accent how do you do a german like oh this new but, you know it's close I, to I'll, russian i'll try this stuff and you know what it all comes out sounding kind of like dr, dr. Fauci, Fauci and the other kind of only voice that i ever do the new disinformations are in 
the United States is not working out well enough. It's not. I'm trying to get Klaus Schwab, and I'm kind of halfway in between Vladimir Putin and Arnold Schwarzenegger there. By the way, Klaus Schwab spoke today at the Oligarchy to Club meetings, currently happening in Davos, Switzerland, where they all flew to on their private jets to talk about the dangers of private jets. For, right. For the rabble. The hoi polloi, the unwashed masses, <clears throat> the slave class, the proletariat, <clears throat> um, the useless eaters. Yeah. So they're so today they're meeting to like to all week, I believe. Regroup. Yeah, and they're saying some things. I mean, they're they're getting more and more bold. I mean, like we've said many times, they tell us exactly what they want to do. And maybe we can get into some of that, but the problem is it rolls out over like a decade span. Like sometimes. Did you see the sky riding in the sky over uh LA Alex Jones was right. I mean this there's a lot of Alex Jones was right stuff out there lately and he's been talking about this for 20 years. Where else would skywriting be if not in the sky? In, over LA. But you said the skywriting in the sky. Maybe that could be a t-shirt. <laughs> it's like when someone says, "Imagine in your mind." Okay. <laughs> Where else do I imagine things? You but, got me there. You got me there, Bobby but Flood. You're right. There has been a lot of Alex Jones was right stuff it's almost a meme now well i i sent you a, a link of him talking about the pox the mm -hmm. small pox. like he they've got like a half an hour montage now i'm gonna have to link to that here alex jones on the pox and alex jones in the sky yeah there's a thread on twitter that i've bookmarked we could link to where someone takes the uh he's timeline over the last say uh year to 18 months about this emergence of the monkeypox, which you've probably heard of. Right. He's been talking about this since the start of COVID. He's been saying, look, this is a, this is a beta test. And because early on, we, a lot of us realized that the COVID thing wasn't really that big of a, of a disease, right? So he's been very vocal about this being a beta test and that they'll roll out a big, like a real pandemic, like a, we're going to kill billions of people mm -hmm. type of a thing. He's said that many times. And uh, I'm not sure why they rolled that out in conjunction with the monkeypox, maybe because he's associated it with smallpox. Like every time somebody says smallpox, it's like we, we have to shut everything down because somebody said smallpox. Yeah, and there's that clip of Bill Gates with his, at the time, wife, Melinda, talking about the next pandemic. This was a recent clip, you know, within the last year or so. And they smirk at the end, like, this knowing smirk because Bill Gates yeah. is not very good at he he would pro he probably loses at cards a lot he's he's very <laughs> bad at hiding not a good his, poker player his intentions yeah and he smirks and giggles and very strange man and it's very strange that he has any influence or supposed expertise when it comes to medical matters but what he does have is a lot of money and he just buys up all the media and the in the medical. Right. Uh, influences. It was funny because Alex Jones, this montage has several clips of him wearing a pink sweater with a white shirt underneath. And I think that's because they were talking about Bill Gates that day. Right. He's got Jones filling out this sweater. Like he's kind of a, <laughs> he's not fat. He's got a lot of muscle yeah, under there, but he's, he's a big guy, right? And then Gates sitting there hunched over with his uh, pink sweater and white shirt and deviously grinning and right. winking Waving and smiling. His, he, 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 he never smirking. knows what to do with his hands when he speaks, Bill Gates. Yeah. So he, he waves them around like a 
like uh, just he's, a, he's these are people are lunatics i'm yeah. telling you they're not healthy people this scary poppins lady's not a healthy person bill gates klaus schwab the whole crowd well why the the media is supposed to be this for-profit entity right the the old media the corporate news media is supposed to be this for-profit entity and it just defies reason as to why they would continue to promote such uh unmarketable stuff right like bill gates isn't the guy you want to have on he's the only reason he's famous is because he has a lot of money in microsoft right well he owns he owns them well that's why he's on we get at least it it defies their rationale seems to defy their this this understanding everybody the general understanding people have of how media operates and what's what it's for and so like CNN doing all the crap that they did that got them basically destroyed and in last place they um they they fired that what's the guy named Zucker and they're basically trying Jeff, to reinvent Jeffrey themselves Jeffrey Zucker yeah and people are out there going well why you know that was stupid oh that's too bad for CNN no it was intentional they they have so much money that they were able to try to launch a a streaming service. They try to foist it on people and they just couldn't get enough people to buy into it so they cancel it, right? That was CNN+. Plus. I guess you yeah, do have some astronomical stupidity going along with the whole agenda. There's like 12-year-olds on YouTube that got more sub- subscribers than CNN+. Plus. Oh, yeah, like, big time. But by orders of magnitude. Yeah. You know what Bill Gates is like? It's kind of like, do you know who James Dolan is? No, who's that? He's the owner of the New York Knicks. And he has a band called JD and the Straight Shot. And, <laughs> and nobody listens to him. And he, he's able to just buy himself, you know, gigs and, and influence and stuff. It's kind of funny. So it's like, so it's, it's harmless, right? He, he's a wealthy guy who has some okay musical ability so he buys himself a band and they make music videos and cds and stuff bill gates you know that that's james dolan's like hobby right bill gates hobby is is killing people in droves (laughs) in africa or in india undesirables now in in america in his mind yeah now in america right and, and, you know, it's interesting because uh, there's already a monkeypox vaccine ready to roll out. Well, we bought like $19 million of it. Yeah. Last now, I year. was listening to a little bit of uh, Dr. Mercullah and, some, and another author on with Alex Jones because I was watching the whole Alex Jones was right montage. And Dr. Mercullah is a, rena- a renowned uh, cardiologist from... Texas area. I can't remember exactly where he's from, but he's he's super credible, right? Like by everybody's standards, Mercola, uh, this McCullough, not Mercola, but McCullough, M-C-C. Not anymore. He's not credible. Well, no, he should be. He's I, spoken, say he, I say that he he's is. He's spoken against the pre-bunked narrative. narrative. I, I say that he is credible. Therefore, he is credible. He, go so, see him. He, he was on Joe Rogan a few months ago. It's a great episode. Mm-hmm. Go look that up. Right. These, uh, the, the Rogan episode with McCullough and the Rogan episode with uh, Malone. Dr. Malone, we posted links to those. They garnered like 
40 to 50 to 60 million views each, probably in the 60 million area right now, which massively dwarfs the regular talk shows. And it's on par with like some of the best, uh, what would you say? Super Bowls? Yeah, a lot of people. Like big time events not not the not the recent super bowls but the big ones right like back when people were really paying attention this this that's the type of media attention the these podcasts got well anyway um mccullough was talking about monkeypox and if this isn't some sort of an engineered strain it's not a problem okay it's it's uh easy to tell when somebody has it <laughs> It's hard to get. It's hard to get. And um, it's treatable. Like you take certain medicine and it goes away. Right. Unless they, you know, go ahead and put a kibosh on that medicine, I guess. But this is is basically a non-issue unless it turns out to be weaponized. Well, let me read you something since we're going here. Uh, Let me, so we're we're being pre-bunked on this monkeypox stuff. And there's a good timeline. I'm just scrolling. Okay, I think I found it. This uh <clears throat> this this is um this is on Twitter from a, a user called uh, Ali Crenshaw. I think she might be local, but uh, I don't know for sure. Anyway, she says this person says uh this was posted on 5/2022. By the way, today is what is today? It's 523-2022. Monday, May 23rd, 2022. This is the Mind Virus podcast. Next week's Memorial Day. Are we going to do anything on Memorial Day? You got plans? I'm going to do some things that probably won't include this. So maybe we bump our recording next week. We'll put something out, right? Yeah. Committing yeah. to put something out. We can record on Tuesday. Well, let's record during sacrament meeting on Sunday. I heard we lost a listener. <laughs> I heard over the weekend... I heard that we've lost a listener because of our comments on the church. Should we take a moment and have a moment of silence, or should we be serious about this and backtrack no, and, and apologize? Uh, I, I would have thought we've lost listeners for lots of our comments about all, all sorts of things. Yeah, it's probably true. But understand that our comments are ours alone, and some they do them. not represent the uh, <laughs> the opinions of the the management or the shareholders of the MindVirus.show, right? Or Pfizer Media, <laughs> which owns and controls the MindVirus show, F I Z E R Media. Well, since that person, since we've lost that person as a listener, they probably won't hear this. But I just want to say that maybe uh, just come back and and keep listening and and uh, take it or leave it, right? Well, it was said with love, whatever it was. <laughs> well, anyway. If we can't admit, Bobby and I are both Mormons. We've, we've disclosed that on the show here. And if we can't admit our own failings, then we are no better than the Catholic Church, which Mormons tend to have historically mocked, mocked cast aspersions on for having gone apostate. So if you, if you can't recognize the problems in your own ranks... You know, if we can't ever address those things, talk about them, and repent, change our minds, make make uh, course corrections. And, and I'm not talking about having some guy at the top tell you what the course corrections are. I'm talking about everybody getting in touch with the Lord and repenting. If if that can't happen, we're not the Lord's church. 
I mean, sorry. Brought to you by Pfizer. Pfizer. Well, let's get back to also Allie. the LDS Church. Allie, Allie Crenshaw <laughs> on on the Twitter says timeline. Again, this was posted five twenty on five twenty twenty two May twentieth two thousand twenty two. Timeline, March 21, meaning uh, she's got a little apostrophe. So March of 2021, so a year plus ago. Gates, who, Gates slash WHO, funded NTI, plays out monkeypox outbreak simulation. Huh, where have we seen those kind of things before? Yeah, some people are calling this event 202. Right. Is that what it was called, or is that I, like a joke? I don't think that's what it was called. Okay, because there was a table. There was the tabletop simulation about <clears throat> COVID that happened a few months before they launched the COVID in, hysteria. It happened in like October 2019. Yeah, called uh, Event 201. We'll link back to that. We're, this is like a trip down memory lane today. Yeah, this is but an this interesting is, but, thread. But they're pointing out that there was an Event 202 or a monkeypox event. Right. Okay. Keep going. So this is an interesting thread. We'll link to it, and it's it's sourced and everything. Okay, so March 21, they have the simulation. November 9th, 2021, Gates warns of smallpox outbreak. November 19th, 21, mysterious smallpox vaccines found in Pennsylvania lab. January of 2022, 100 monkeys escaped from a lab van in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Do you remember that story? Uh, the Summer of the Monkeys? That's a book I read when I was a kid. <laughs> no, this actual news story. I remember I tweeted about it. I think I quoted or added the AP News or something, and I said, oh, come on, come on. We all know that there was 112 monkeys, because they said, oh, we found all 100 monkeys. I said, oh, yeah, oh, we all the movie know, 12 Monkeys. Right, yeah. which the 12 Monkeys m- movie is about tw- monkeys that infect the humans and everyone dies. Now, I've got a lot of links we're going to have to put up on this spot. This is going to be a lot of work to put the, well, we this can, episode together. Well, we can just put this, we can just put one link to this thread. Well, I will, but I got to put up 12 Monkeys, oh, the movie, right, and right, I got to put right. up Summer of the Monkeys, the well, book that I read. I mean, no, you guys no lo- did you ever read Summer of the Monkeys? There was a movie made about that. I, I want to say yes, but I don't remember. I thought that was a great book because what happened was somewhere in the Midwest, in the farming plains of of america in the what late 1800s or early 1900s or something there was a carnival train that crashed and the monkeys escaped (laughs) and the carnival or circus masters were able to get all the animals back on the train and back gathered up but the monkeys were too smart and so they put out a bounty they were going to pay um certain amount of money for these these very intelligent animals and uh, so it's the story of a of, of a boy who tries to capture these <laughs> these monkeys and the antics of the monkeys and how smart they are and how he finally uh is able to get them to come back and then he's he's essentially made friends with them or something i can't remember i can't, I, I couldn't spoil it because i can't remember exactly how it goes but it's a funny uh funny book and i think they made a movie about it but i'll find that out later okay all right january 20 20- of 2022, you got the 100 monkeys escape. If you live in Pennsylvania and they put a bounty on these monkeys, do not try to trap them. <laughs> they all have monkey pox. And they'll rip your face off. The pox or the monkeys? <laughs> the, both. Okay. May 3rd, uh, 2022, uh, we see the zero draft of the WHO's pandemic treaty in conjunction with 194 nations, which is something we haven't talked about, but might 
be worth talking about at some point. Among, among other things, it strengthens, it strengthens the who's ability to, quote, counter inaccurate information and unsubstantiated rumors, end of quote, using private supranational organizations. More disinformation, right? That's the- well, the reason that we are in the predicament we are today partially is because behind the scenes, our elected representatives have been steadily giving their power to entities upstream. So right. your local governments have ceded power to your state governments. Your state governments have ceded power to the federal government. They've all done this for money. And now, and the reason that our elected officials in Washington tend to form these treaties and cede power to the United Nations is out of money that they get and, you know, bribes and, and corruption at the highest level because the money is not go. It's the United States Federal Reserve Bank that that's doling out all the free money in the world, at least most of it. So it's uh, it's more nefarious at these at these high levels. But you have to have threats of war, uh, espionage, corruption, infiltration, and that's what's been going on since the inception of the United Nations after World War II. So seventy some odd years ago, 60, 70 years ago, and you've had a lot of communists. Uh, well, they're really globalists, like people like Alger Hiss, people that. The, right. er, the the McCarthyites got all excited about w- was, during the Red Scare. Right, I was going to say it's not just money. A lot of these people are I- ideologically believe that they're destined to rule the world. But they're, yeah, it's never been about communism. It's always been about right. globalism. And so, so they've infiltrated and they've gotten the United States to relinquish its sovereignty through trade agreements and treaties. And and that's why things like NAFTA and the Trans Trans Texas Corridor and all these things. That kind of come out of sideways, like the European Union is a good example of this. It's a, it's essentially a started as a trade agreement that turned into more of a, a hefty. It's almost trade a, agreement. a nation unto itself. But then, now it's slowly, it's slowly becoming a nation because the idea is they're they they're able to break down the borders in Europe and make tra- free trade easier. But then it comes with a host of restrictions. Like you, mu- if you want to be in the union, you have to participate in all of these other regulations like gun regulations or uh, social programs. You have to take refugees, all kinds of, all kinds of crap like that. So essentially it is the old Soviet model, the Soviet union, where you have the a Soviet is an unelected bureaucracy. It's the, it's the unelected right what we would in America right now we're calling the deep state that has far more binding power, far more extensive do the, reach. Do the, do the do the unwashed masses in Europe get to vote for the leadership of the European Union? They vote they vote for the European Parliament, but the Parliament doesn't have power to block this stuff. In in the United States, we have this little problem called the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and never the Declaration of, of Independence. Yeah, never heard of that. And there are things like separation of powers um, in the Constitution. Unfortunately, for the oligarchy, it says, you know, all bills relating to spending must originate in the House, which is the was where the people had the closest ability to affect their representatives. You know, it's direct direct representation by the population, you know, and remember the senators were supposed to protect the power of the states, but that was all nullified in the early 1900s, 1916-ish with the, was it the 16th Amendment that made elections of senators popular rather than your state legislature? So, So that's why the states have lost so much power in the last century, because 
the states as an entity don't get protected. They've become de facto administrative units of, units of the federal government because big money could come in and influence the election of senators. I mean, why do we have Mitt Romney as a senator? There's no way Mitt Romney should be a senator in Utah. He's a carpetbagger, well, first look, of all. Yeah, look what happened in Georgia with the Zuckerberg Facebook money. In you know, it was well, if you, yeah, if you haven't seen dollars. if you haven't seen the movie Two Thousand Mules yet, please go watch it and share that. I mean, we people need to know that the jig, the gig, the jig is up, or is the gig up? The jig. It's the jig is up, right? Yeah, I think so. We are past the but point it, of being able to rectify this via elections because the elections are easily stolen. Right. Okay. The timeline continues. Okay, so anyway, the World Health Organization Treaty. The problem is they're trying to further cede powers to the World Health Organization right. to allow them to control our health response in America, which we absolutely do not want in the state of Utah, the World Health Organization in Europe, telling us when and how to beha- what, to, what to do in the, in the face of a, of a bad cold. A very bad cold. Now, remember, it didn't get really bad until the Delta variant, which came out after the vaccine came out. Right. Weird, right? The quote-unquote Delta variant, whatever that was. People, the, the, the worst cases I saw, and some of our listeners had some pretty bad cases. Remember, those came out after the vaccine. It's very highly likely vaccine shedding or antibody-dependent enhancement or whatever caused the continuance of COVID and the further... Difficulties right. people had with the with these uh, w- with this quote unquote virus, whatever it is, uh, nobody, snake venom. No, that's been kind of pre-bunked. Nobody can say with a straight face anymore that the vaccines are safe and effective. Now, of course, the state of Utah is continuing to say that, but I don't know if their face is straight or not. It's on Twitter. <clears throat> but, Keep going. We're we're talking. We're still on this yeah. so uh, time, Allie Crenshaw yeah. thread. Yeah, this is the the monkeypox timeline. So. May 19th, 2022, U.S. buys $119 million, not 19, as you stated earlier, $119 million. This was just a few days ago? Worth of freeze. Or was it last year? 22. 22. Yeah, just a few days ago. Freeze-dried monkeypox vaccines, repurpose smallpox vaccines. And she says in parentheses, remember Pennsylvania, when they found those mysterious smallpox vaccines. May 20th, 2022, WHO holds up an emergency, holds an emergency meeting to discuss the recent outbreaks of monkeypox after over 100 cases uh, uh, in European cases. And she says, how amazing is Gates and the WHO, am I right? Brilliantly predicting, simulating the exact scenario that emerges under a year later. I'm sure it has nothing to do with the monkeypox repurposed smallpox vaxes in Pennsylvania. Thank goodness we have the monkeypox smallpox vaccines ready to go. And who better to trust than the WHO to direct, to direct us? They did so well with COVID, which they also simulated beforehand and prepped vaccines for. They refused to admit it was airborne, pushed lockdowns, pushed PCR tests. It had over 85% false positive rate, pushed vents, ventilators. I don't know about you, but I really trust the WHO, and Gates to combat misinformation and protect me. And then she goes on to link articles to what, you know, all those different dates and incidences. So this is playing out just like COVID did. 
The difference is that we weren't all looking for this kind of thing pre-COVID in the before times. We no, we weren't. We, we didn't recognize the pre-bunking, but now we kind of know what to look for. The problem is we've given tons of money via legislation passed induced by fear to pretty much unelected bureaucrats, people that were having a hard time firing like a Dr. Fauci. Yeah, you can't get rid of these guys. They're almost impossible to get rid of. Well, and then the people at the WHO, you can't get rid of them. And so now they're taking that money and they're, they're perpetuating their industry. They're, 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 it's dividing like a virus. There's two, then there's four, then there's eight, then there's 16. Pretty soon there's a bajillion, a, a petabyte. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's at this point, it's like, I, I, I have no faith in these people. I, I don't assume that they are just uh, good people making mistakes. I think they're terrible, evil people trying to destroy the world. Well, it should come to no uh, yeah, it should come as no surprise to your listeners that that's it's clear we believe this to be intentional. End well, of story. They, full stop. Period. They say Send they, they tell us what they're going to do. They tell us Bill Gates this clip of him smirking talking about the next pandemic and he smiles and it's sinister stuff. Well, do you think do you, so do you think that this is um a bad disease or do you think it's like Alex Jones thinks they're going to try to wipe out a sig- significant segment of humanity with an actual disease. You think it's that, or do you think it's just the next scare? What do you think it is, Bobby Flood? I, I don't know. I don't know, but I, I think it might just be the next. I think that I think they'd like to keep us on edge with different threats, uh, biological threats, for a long time. Remind us that they have the power to shut us down. Yeah, I think we could see maybe uh, lockdowns again. Uh, I think you've got mask mandates already popping back up in, in schools and things like that around the country and around the world. I don't think they ever intend to let us dirty, useless eaters ever relax again, meaning have a normal existence. I mean, look, look at all the, there's nothing, there's nothing out there right now that is, uh, has a positive outlook. Like it's a bad place out there. Now, obviously in your day-to-day life, it may not be that way, but you're starting to feel it, aren't you? Inflation and supply chain issues. And I hope you are able to find baby formula if you need that. You, you know, it's like, and it's all deliberate. It's all, could, there's solutions to all these problems. And most of the, those solutions involve a free market, a free, free market, free enterprise, you know, fewer regulations. Freedom of choice. Right. Freedom, freedom to act. Freedom. Freedom. Just freedom. Yeah. Period. People do people making rational decisions on their own as they interact rationally with their friends in a rational society. Klaus Schwab today, or maybe it was last night, you know, with the time difference, but in his speech, he said we get to we get to design the future. It's like the arrogance and the hubris. They're like, no, you don't. You don't. I get to design my own future for me. I don't get to design Jordan Bruno's future. Uh, I don't get to design anybody else's. And they certainly don't get to design all of humanity's future, but that's who they believe they are. They believe they're, they're God kings. They believe they have the divine right of rulership and that we, it is our privilege to be governed and ruled and, uh, and uh, controlled by them. And we should be thankful for it. 
we we should own nothing and we should be happy. Yeah, I think you get <laughs> you're right. <laughs> so what what's the what's the takeaway here? What what do the regular folks like us what do we do here? What <laughs> go back and listen to our preparation episode? <laughs> Cuz I mean it's not just the monkeypox, right? No, I mean I, I I You got 7 750 gas, 7 7 dollar was 7 dollars 29 cents, I don't know what it is out in in California. That's a lot of money for a gallon of gas. Very basic things that allow us to do basic things are, are being harder and harder to buy or to even just get right? Like yeah. gas. I think that there, there ends up being like a little bit of a buyer's strike. Like I was in Costco the other day and the paper towels, which have been shrinkflated by the way, because I have some stored from, mm-hmm. I'm saving them as a collector's item. Yeah. Do you see there was a Boba Fett uh, action figure that sold for something like $243 trillion, $243,000 or something. Wow. If you save stuff in the box, mint condition, it's possible that in 40 years on eBay, it will be worth a lot of money. I tried that with the, when episode, remember the prequels, when episode one came out, I bought some of those toys. Yeah, but you can't I do, saved them. You but, can't, you can't do something that's already been done. Star Wars was already done. You have to have the first Star Wars one. <laughs> yeah, I tried that and it didn't work. Yeah. And I've just been giving them away to my nephews. Oh, okay. See, you need to try something that hasn't had a collector's market yet. Like you have to paper pre, towels. You have to pre-peat it. pre Pre shrinkflated paper towels. There may be someday uh, a desire to buy. What we're going to have th- that the, evidence. The paper towels of the future are going to be uh, like made out of uh, of organic materials, and they won't work. Kind of like the. <laughs> have you ever tried the uh, the like? They won't actually plant, plant fulfill their stated purpose. Like, have you ever tried to drink out of the paper straws that Disney forces on you if you go to like a Disney park? What happens when you put paper in we, liquid? The Bruno family does not go to Disney parks. I've made that cl- adamantly but, clear. But what happens when you put paper in liquid? Clear. Well, the paper cups get away with it. Yeah, but they're coated with a wax. Does that... Is that environmentally friendly? Should we start a campaign against wax in cups? Where do they get all that wax? It's probably well, destroying the environment. It's first, probably raised the sea levels. First of all, we have to start a campaign against the Dixie brand of paper cups. Ooh. Also you, known as Dixie cups. You are right. Also known as white supremacist cups. Right. Right, Spencer Cox? Right? We're, let's have some consistency in your stupidity, okay? In Utah, especially... In southern Utah, yeah, no one would ever in their right mind use a Dixie cup. But what happens when you put paper in liquid? <laughs> okay. It dissolves. You try drinking okay. one of those paper straws. What do you usually drink through a straw? Liquid. <laughs> anyway. Right. If, want- <laughs> you, if you're using toilet paper and you accidentally drop some in the toilet, you don't reuse that. It's lost its eff- efficacy. So maybe maybe we're gonna have some sort of plant based. Is paper paper is kind of plant based though, isn't it? Yes, paper is plant based. Not kind of. <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> maybe there'll be a market for that means pre- that shrinkflated paper towels. You might be onto something. Yeah. Well, anyway, I just noticed that uh, they're like eighteen bucks for 
less. The mm-hmm. prices have pretty much doubled on them. Maybe not right. quite doubled, but before the pandemic, the bigger version was like t- 11 bucks, 10 bucks on sale maybe, maybe close to 12. That's another uh, t-shirt. Be consistent in your stupidity. My point there was that if there's a buyer's strike, that's something we don't really need to use. Like, and, and the ladies out there are nodding their heads. It's like, yeah, you can use a regular towel. Right. You just have to wash it later. You Same can use like a diapers. regular handkerchief. Diapers, you, you know, cloth diapers are a thing. Yeah, it's a possibility to do that. They're and, not as convenient, but they, well, they I do think, exist. You know what? Some, paper, some uh, dish towels are more absorbent than paper towels. They're just not as plentiful, so you have to just keep washing them. Yeah, you know? I've seen the commercials. You've <laughs> seen the bounty guys comparing? Yeah, yeah. It's the quicker picker-upper. That's the Swiffer. Not this. This is this show is not affiliated with Swiffer or Bounty or. It is affiliated with Pfizer. Did they still have? Was Bounty the one that had the real masculine guy on the package? Have they demasculized him? Oh, that's a good question. Instead of a big muscle man with a plaid that, shirt, is he like? Was a, that Brawny? Yeah, maybe Brawny. Instead of the big muscle guy with the plaid shirt, do they have some kind of like and androgynous personage? <laughs> with purple no, hair. I think they've currently got a dude with a pretty square jaw and all right, a, all right. and a lumberjack plaid shirt. Okay, that's Brawny. Surprised he hasn't been canceled. They canceled Uncle Ben and Aunt Jemima. Bounty just has a green, multicolored circular. Okay. Wow! Wow! Paper towels. Only men buy Brawny towels. Do right. That's the, that's the only one. That Somebody I buy. weigh in on. Oh, I've, there's a. Looks like there's a brawny package here with a woman on it. Is she a brawny woman? Well, I can only see her from the chin down. She looks pretty well formed. <laughs> chest chest is a visible. See the but but they have the brawny logo over the more operative parts of the chest there. So. I don't know. Weigh, weigh in on your put, thoughts you, you on the brawny you, paper towels. You on can't the, put a woman on, on a paper towel package. That implies that paper towels are women's tools for women's work. So women should be in the kitchen lumberjacking? Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> Whatever that means. So, okay, going back to your question, what do we do? What do the peons do? That's always been a kind of a question we get back to, right? Yeah, we definitely like to try to talk about it. We, when, last week, we did address the preparation topic extensively. So if you want to have some extensive thoughts on prepping, that's a good, a good place to start. We put a bunch of really positive links on the website to websites that are wholly dedicated to this endeavor. We, we don't need to reinvent the wheel here. Tons of people have gotten into the physical preparedness um, sphere over the last few years. In fact, uh, my brother and I, we were going to, we're going to do something along those lines because, uh, you know, 2017-ish, I was like, this, this looks like it might be a growth industry. <laughs> and have never, I have never been more prophetic and also pathetic at the same time because we could have, we could have uh, probably done a lot more and made a lot of money <clears throat> on the fear. Fear sells. Yeah. Here's a, uh, there's one more addition to this timeline. 
It's down at the bottom. Allie Crenshaw says, how did I miss the first thing in the timeline? It's September 2019. This is in the before times, before COVID. Right. This is right before event the 201 FDA about approved, coronavirus. The FDA approved the first live non-replicating vax to prevent smallpox and monkeypox. And then she quotes Jordan Shocktel, not Jordan Bruno. Okay. Um, who brings that up? September 24th, 2019, FDA approves first live non-replicating vaccine to prevent smallpox and monkeypox. Um, this is Jordan continuing. Fauci delivered $100 million of NIAID, that's the organization he runs, of NIAID funds to a company called Bavarian Nordic to create this monkeypox vaccine. <clears throat> So this has been uh, pre-bunked, right? We've been pre-bunked to basically have permanent, <clears throat> permanent pandemic crises. And meantime, back at the ranch in Davos, the headline reads, Journalist Jack Posobiec and film crew detained at yeah, Davos. I, I saw the video of that <clears throat> right before you came over. Jack posted a video on Twitter, someone filming with their phone and the the WEF police make them shut down the phone. He says, is there a law? I can't record on a public street. You can't record here. Is there a law? It's not a law, but you can't record here. Well, why can't I record? You must, and these guys are, these, these, are, these are like militarized police. They're swatted up. They have rifles, you know, assault rifles and yeah. other weapons. These are not like your local, like mall cop. It's not Paul Blart. Because they've got to protect the world's most important people, our God kings. He's, here's the quotes. The policewoman said, we're just making a normal police patrol because, you know, it's WEF. Is, a reason, is there a reason he was specifically targeted, the woman asks? There is a reason, because we have to have a reason to control a person. When asked what the reason was, the policewoman said, I don't have to tell you. Right. Oh, and this is Switzerland. The laws are a little different in Switzerland. He's already, Jack uh, Posobiec is very, very active on Twitter. He's already changed his Twitter to handle, his Twitter handle. WEF detained. WEF detained Poso. <laughs> He'll do stuff like that a lot. Something, something Poso. Now he's WEF detainee Poso. But I, I, this is, they take this seriously. Like the Bilderberg uh, meetings are yeah. fraught with this sort of activity, people getting shot at, detained, all the cloak and dagger. Well, it's a really strange thing because they don't want certain journalists there and covering things, and yet they will still post their, their speeches. and they, they, They're telling us what they are going to do, but they want it, they want it scrubbed and framed a certain way by, by approved disinformation combatants right right Ministry you of Truth. you hit the nail on the head when you called them well you, when you said they want to be seen as god kings mm -hmm. I, I think that's the case they would like to be seen as this benevolent demigod type of rulership well they're they're smarter than all of us and they have a vision for the world and the world has problems problems caused by selfish dirty useless eaters like you and me and, and anti-science, anti-vaccine, anti-enlightenment ne'er-do-wells 
And they, they have the solution for it, and that's central control. It's power over all of us. And if we would just shut up and let them take away our guns, take away our everything, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Let us uh, lock us down when we need to, shoot us up with whatever they need to shoot us up with. Kill off as many people as they want to well, kill yeah, you off gotta as they ki- cull you, the herd. You can't, bre- you can't make an omelet without breaking a few million people, a few billion people. Isn't that the saying? I think that's what they tend to say. They love to say you can't make an omelet without breaking eggs right before the Antifa riots. It's kind of funny. Antifa types were there protesting WEF. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of funny. I think they just, those guys just are just, they just show they're, up to disrupt whatever. But. They're, they're there to burn the fires hotter. But but it's it's hard, especially if you pay attention to to the news or whatever. It's hard not to feel like the whole world is just burning to the ground. And I don't think that's. I think in some ways it it probably is. And we we do need to take preparations and and precautions and uh, measures to prepare for that. But I think there's a lot we can do in our own personal spheres of influence, right? to make sure that we don't get bogged down by that. Was it Dostoevsky? I can never say his name. He yeah. said, in sorrow, seek happiness. I, I think that's I don't him. know, but that's cool. Because I, I don't think the world's ever going back to normal. You know, I said to one of my teenagers the other day, I said, you're going to live in a different world, like a really different world. And these kids, man, it's... It's too bad because they are going to live it, grow up in a different world. And I think we mentioned this last week. It's, it's probably the first generation of Americans in 100 years that won't do better than their parents financially. Yeah. <clears throat> or, or, well, I won't say won't, but we'll have a much harder time. It's kind of been the default for 70 years, right? That you grow up and you get a better job than your dad had and you make yeah. more money than your dad had and your grandpa and then your sons and daughters grow up and do the same thing. That's the kind of... And I think you're making rational commentary, but the, the, the thing that I can't help but just throw out there is that is if the world continues to spin on in some sort of a, a logical way because it's like, <clears throat> you know... The mon- is the monkeypox bad or isn't it? it uh, like McCullough's saying it, monkeypox in general is not, but did they weaponize it? Is, is Alex well, Jones that, right? And, and ag- that's the big question. Is Alex Jones right again? Is he, if, if he ever ends up right on the whole big kill-off idea, then your son or daughter may not grow up. Right, and that's, that's kind of the big question is how, and not even specifically with monkeypox, but rather how sinister or how serious are people like Bill Gates who say that the world has too many people and needs to have fewer people? How serious are they going to be, or How, are they about uh, if, it? If uh, Dinesh D'Souza is right, and we have an illegitimate executive branch in America, how serious, and, and if the Durham investigation is correct, that uh, Hillary Clinton and the Democrats fomented uh, a hoax about the Russia collusion with Donald Trump. And then the CIA and the FBI colluded to cover it up and continued to harass the Trump administration. And if the election was stolen, if, if D'Souza's right that the election was stolen, and if all that cell phone, all those cell phone pings and all the video surveillance is actually not just made up out of whole cloth, if that, you know, if, if, if what I'm saying is it's the evidence is overwhelming that this is the case. Right. 
if if they're right, then we have an illegitimate executive branch that would have to investigate itself, or some some power from coming from the states would need to come and put all of these people in jail. They, well, they, 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 they're not going to put themselves in jail is what I'm saying. They, they tried they, that and the courts shut it down. Remember the, the but that's what I'm lawsuit. saying is that they're not going <clears> to... <throat> well, the, the Washington establishment is not going to discover a conspiracy amongst itself and then throw all of itself in jail, right? Right. But the <clears> people <throat> appear to be discovering that conspiracy and the old media is reticent, reluctant, uh, hesitant, uh, hell-bent against talking about it in any in any meaningful way and the new media that's all that we can talk about because that's the thing that is the problem in our age is this corruption at the highest levels and it's pervasive amongst the society enough that you get these amazing actors like the nina jankovic uh is that her name yank uh, jank something vich who cares whatever she was yeah she she's the type of person that's a true believer that gets wrapped up in this and ends up in a, apparently a low level, but highly important area of government, right? The, the newly minted disinformation group. And, uh, so you have a significant portion of the population that has succumbed to the mind virus. I mean, what about all the people that were gobbling up all of her tweets? Oh, I loved her. Her Larry Poppins, Mary Poppins, whatever. It's uh, it's this, look at, she's so cute. Yes, bots. let's lock, let's burn books. Let's bots. lock down. Are they all bots? Bots. Is this why Elon Musk isn't going to consummate the Twitter deal? Because it turns out not only were half of Biden's um, Twitter, followers. Twitter followers actually artificial intelligence, the other half were actually just mindless biological robots. I mean, <laughs> what? But the problem is they actually actuate and operate the levers of power. So right. that's the problem. We're we're if D'Souza is correct, if if Alex Jones is right, what next? Do they do they literally have to kill off a lot of the population in order to to cement their control? Well, they are doing that because like, they. COVID. What are we going to have another? Are we going to have another election and we all come out of it and we're like, we didn't vote for that guy. Nobody voted for that guy, but he's still running the place. What What do you do then? That's That's when it goes beyond politics. We talked about right. Nibley's beyond politics, and we're on the verge of that. I mean, yeah. co- but they are killing people off. COVID itself, they like to claim it killed a, a lot of people, and and we know that that the COVID deaths were overwhelmingly combined with other factors, but all of the mitigations, the so-called NPIs, right, non-pharmaceutical interventions, killed a lot of people. And also the pharmaceutical intervention known as the vaccine is killing a lot of people. I mean, they starved millions of people in, in third world countries with the lockdowns. You think the supply chain issues are bad here because we can't get, you can't get you Baby know, your, formula. your favorite soda. Or you can't get a bicycle or a computer graphics card. Well, it's get, the thing is, it's moving beyond. I can't get paper towels or toilet paper. Right. Like not the, like even though right. toilet paper's nice, it is non-essential in a way. But back then, but but imagine now. Okay, we're having problems with sort of first world issues. Just getting food delivered to some of these other countries, especially in Africa. Yeah, but what millions and millions of kids starved in 2020 during the lockdowns? Right. 
That's true, but what, millions and millions of more than than you kind of normally get in those situations, and and that is horrific. It really is horrific. But we can't. You and I can't do anything no, about I, that. We you can't. can give you can give your money to a charity, and then it and they'll buy a, it gets a Mercedes Benz intercepted by it. warlords. You know what, what I'm saying is is that they are deliberately already killing off a lot of people, and they're using the pretext of these pandemics and things mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah, but then they're also announcing global food shortages in three to six months. Does, do you think that the United States is immune from that? Or are, are, no, does our food just a, cost three times as much? Uh, it'll be a little bit of both. I think, I think certain things will go away. They, want us, they don't want us eating meat. It's going to get harder and harder probably to get meat. It's already super expensive, at least if you're buying... Well, out here in you the know, West, you're going to have everybody raising chickens and cows, and <clears throat> I mean that's that's what people end up doing. Yeah, they going to come until out they and pass kill, laws. And they kill all the chickens because of bird flu. Well, they're going to come out and pass laws and say you can't do that anymore. And people, yeah, of course, th- they will. Th- that's where the rubber meets the road. People are like, "Hell no, we're going to raise these chickens if yeah, we want we, to. You can't." You yeah, know, we, they, they get mean, their guns out at that point. We got chickens all over the neighborhood, right? And we do. I, they run, they're scratching up my freaking yeah, flower beds. Yeah, it doesn't and, and it doesn't bother me sometimes to get out. And we have them in our driveway. What bothers me when they're tearing... Well, <laughs> my neighbor's sure. chickens have been into my flower bed several times in the last couple of weeks, by the way. Well, just if take, you're listening, just take them, cut their heads off, and eat them. The chickens, not the flower beds. <laughs> and not the neighbors. Not the neighbors. <laughs> not the neighbors. <laughs> well, uh, right. I, 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 that's, we've, I've said, we've said we think that this summer is going to be either... It but it be might good. be this summer, and it might be this winter, and it might be the next summer, and the next winter. That's the thing. Is it going to be a... I think we're grinding. They're going to grind us like the Great Depression. Yeah. That's what yeah. they intend to do, is grind us, grind the face of the poor. That's the way that it's said in the Book of Mormon. Right. And eventually, we're, we're all... They believe we're all going to give in. This was like the open... The, you know, the last couple of years were sort of the blitzkrieg, Right. And they got a lot of people to buy into it and to give in. Well, not only that, they were able to reroute financial flows to themselves right. in significant ways. Right. That, I think, is one of the big under, understated aspects of this whole thing is they created a ton of money and gave it to themselves in the guise of pandemic response. It's kind of like if you watch um, like a running race or a bike race, the gun goes off, right? Depending on the length of the race, the gun goes off and everybody goes like, crazy off the start line have you seen the monty python olympics i don't think so like the 100 meter dash for people with small bladders (laughs) they fire the gun and then they all run into the restroom (laughs) and then there's the marathon for people with small bladders and they keep going off to the side and coming back on and going real marathons have a lot of bathrooms along the way there's People a, will stop. Uh, there's a there's a weird sense of pride if you uh, soil soil yourself during a marathon. Like I've seen photos and videos of people with stuff running down their legs because they don't want to stop. They can't stop. The only marathon I've ever done was a half marathon, so I guess it doesn't count. But I ran pretty fast because I knew there was a porta potty up the road, <laughs> and I and I needed to get <laughs> and you there. Used it. <laughs> But so a bike race, a, a running race, whatever, the gun goes off and they, they sprint oh, or there's they, the, they go there's hard the, off the line, right? There's the 100-meter swim for the non-swimmers. The 100-meter the, <laughs> the freestyle for non-swimmers, they uh-huh. all jump in the pool and there's some splashing for a minute and then it's like calm, serene waters. <laughs> 
Okay, so the, After the gun you, goes off, everybody goes nuts. Yeah, you go hard to get kind of to establish your your position in the ranks, right? Because you don't want to be caught in the back because you could catch an elbow to the eye or trip or whatever. And then you sort of settle into your pace. I think what they're doing, these god kings, are settling into this pace. Quote, unquote. To grind. I think, I think grinding the face of the poor is the best phrase. And again, the, the Book of Mormon has it right. This thing is Mormon chapter 8. <clears throat> so I, again, I guess today's just a lot of us just stating how bad it is. A rant, a long rant. But it, it is bad. It is bad. And what are solutions? Well, there's not a lot of political solutions. I think there are some of those on a smaller scale. But we're going to see in 2022, if there are elections, uh, you'll probably see a lot of Republicans win. And you know what will change? Almost nothing. Because the Republicans are stupid and weak, just like the Democrats. And they're all bought and paid for by this machine. Not all of them, but most of them. I mean, we see that with the, the $40 billion that was just sent to Raytheon and Lockheed Martin and whoever else under the guise of Ukraine, right? We're sending this money to Ukraine. No, you're not. You're sending it to... You're sending it to companies that make weapons and missiles and bombs. And then those weapons and missiles and bombs will go to Ukraine. Maybe. And tell me again, we're not at war with Russia? It's a, it's a, pro, it's not a, if it's people want to say it's it a, a proxy, proxy war. They've called it a proxy war. That's still war with Russia. Yeah, well, of course it is. Yeah. And you don't think Putin doesn't view that that way? Of course he does. Joe Biden, who's very articulate, by the way, said yesterday or today that, uh, yeah, if he, he was asked the question, if China attacks Taiwan, will the United States intervene and defend Taiwan? He said, yes. And he said, the reporter says, yes, yes, we will do that. And now he's there saying he misspoke. <laughs> right. No, no, we won't do that. <laughs> I don't know how the answer yes is a misspeak. It's a yes or no question. And to his credit, he answers yes or no, <laughs> which politicians almost never do. You could ask him, is it raining? Well, the, 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 if you want it, it depends on the, on the uh, meteorological, uh, financial, and uh, the, the interests of the uh, cloud cover. And, you know, they just can't answer yes or no questions. Right. But he did. But, but and then Biden, they say, no, Biden's, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. He misspoke. But the, so the reporter sort of tried to correct him. Are you sure? Would yeah. you like to rephrase the answer? <laughs> right. <laughs> and he didn't. <laughs> Which tells me a, a couple things. It, it tells me that, number one, I don't think Joe Biden knows what day it is. I don't know where he is half the I don't think he knows where he is half the time. And maybe, two, that, yes, they fully intend to uh, engage with China next, whether proxy or direct. This is, I just think we're, we're building this gigantic tinderbox and we're flicking matches at it. Clearly. Clearly. It's not even, a, it's a tinderbox soaked in, in gasoline, soaked in kerosene, soaked in whatever else is flammable. Uranium. Those camp chairs you can buy at Walmart. Those camp chairs. <laughs> I was on a camp out once. <laughs> Did it light up? And one of those got too close to the fire. It, dis, it, it went up in flames and was nothing but the metal-ish skeleton of it in like half a second, just, and it was gone. That's wow. All that fabric is like, it says on it, there's a label on it, it says it's flammable. Uh-huh. That stuff must be just so petroleum or whatever, like, 
it was just <laughs> vanished. Luckily, no one was, you know, sitting, sitting in, it. in it, but just instantly, <laughs> just gone. Uh, Smoldering skeleton was all that was left. So it must have gotten the flame on it because I've seen some. Uh, yeah. E- embers will land on them and they'll get little holes in This them. was too close, and actually, the fire itself, like. So it really got, got going. A, yeah. It yeah was awesome. That sounds like fun. Yeah. If you ever want to have some fun, put one of those in the fire and see what happens. It's too bad we don't do video on the Mind Virus show here. We could we could do some interesting. I mean, we could create video that doesn't have our faces. Our faces. Now, we, listeners, the reason we do the uh, hide our faces thing is because it's just out of love for you. You don't want to be seeing these faces all <laughs> the time. Also, it, because it's also a marketing thing. You know, you've got to lead with your best attributes, and you don't want to like turn people off more than you have to. You ever seen the Giga Chad meme? No. Uh-uh. That's what I look like. Giga Chad. Yeah, that's that's me. Let me. Let me I was the model that. for Giga Chad. <laughs> oh, okay. So he's yeah, yeah. I look good, don't I? It's also because we know that you all know who we are anyway. I'll leave that to you guys to Google Giga Chad. I'm not going to reference that, but uh, <laughs> I did once read about. Uh, the uh, origins of Giga Chad. But a guy uh, named Ernest Kalimov or something? Well, it's based on a guy named Ernest Kalimov or something. He's a bodybuilder. It's like a it's a uh it's a compilation of a whole bunch of different people that this photo photographer, fashion photographer The photographer. The photographer created out of it's a mishmash. It's a stylized fashion fitness Frankenstein's monster. You know, I'm I'm just looking at this and looking at you. Yeah, I'm pretty close. Pretty close. I I, I know I was involved. The reason so the reason we don't show uh, Bruno's face here is because it, you know it's offensive. But uh, the reason we don't show Mr. Flood's physique and and visage is because we want you concentrating on the content of this show. <laughs> yeah, not okay. my jawline. Uh, exactly. <laughs> So just, but if clip, just if, to clear but, that but up. But hey, maybe if we showed my jawline, that listener would come back. Because the, clearly the content of our show. I don't know. I mean, it, 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 cuts, it cuts deep. You got you to gotta realize. That you, my jawline certain... cuts deep? <laughs> it's <laughs> it, very sharp. It is sharp. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's, it's easy to turn people off forever. That's, that's what's hard about uh, trying to tell what, you know, trying to figure out what the truth is and then speak it. You know, this is, this is, uh, an age old problem. Right. I mean, there's a lot of people things, get burned at the stake over stuff like there's this. a lot of things that we maybe are wrong about or have <clears throat> misinformed or disinformed opinions on. And that's fine. I mean, we, we say a lot of words. No, anything's possible. And I hope on some of these things, I hope we are wrong on, on a lot of the things we talk about because if we're right, then the world is in a really bad dire place. predicament. Yeah, and no, again, like a lot of this isn't our original ideas. Well, to sit here to sit here and say we're right and this is the honest truth would be really arrogant. But you know, we're not sitting here having a podcast because we think these ideas are wrong or marketable or whatever. The if if Bobby and I didn't believe this stuff, we wouldn't be talking about it. We right? know they're we not. Try mar- to be, we try to be clear about where we where the conjecture is and where we think the more relevant 
we, we realities know that, are. We know they're not marketable. Well, they're clearly, they're, <laughs> that's the thing. They're, they're clearly marketable. If there was not a market for this, this understanding, there wouldn't be so much in, uh, so many Jack Posobiecs out there, so much, so much new media out there. The corporate media wouldn't be losing ground like CNN if, if the truth weren't marketable. The truth is marketable. It's just that it's antithetical to the, the powers that run this world. By the way, CNN is telling us, in, the, in an ultimate example of gaslighting, telling us that inflation isn't really that bad because a lot of people have savings that they've had to dip into. And, quote, most households are in a good financial place, end of quote. You hear that? You guys are fine. You're doing fine. If you don't think you're doing fine, you're just looking at it the wrong way. KSL, the local communist rag, had a article uh, basically saying, uh, hey, inflation's not all that bad. It's a chance to cut back and be frugal and maybe lose some weight and, you know, live. <laughs> look at it. Look at the bright side. Right. Hey, you know, one of the best, uh, one of the best uh, weight loss programs in history is, are, are, is uh, actually called weight loss programs. And uh, just bread lines and uh, labor camps, you're going to get fit and you're going to lose weight when you only get 600 calories a day and you have to work 18 hours. And ripped it, and cut. Yeah. Look at the bright side, man. You're going to be so fit and ripped. You're going to be jacked after your tenor. <laughs> after your 10-year prison <laughs> sentence prison in the salt sentence. mines, you're going to be so jacked. Oh. But now that they have robots to do that. <clears throat> they have them, but they, you can't punish a robot. Okay. The robots will be there patrolling, making sure you're getting your quota of salt shoveled every day or whatever. Did you see there was, there was an article about uh, the, one of the latest addresses to the West Point graduates that was literally mirroring the Simpsons episode that we posted a long time ago? You know, the wars of the future will be fought in space or at the mm -hmm. top of a very high mountain by robots. Mm-hmm. They literally have said that. They've, they've literally done the whole, your job will be to build and maintain these robots. We have to, we or somebody smarter than us, which is a lot of people, we have to get to the bottom of the Simpsons predictive accuracy. The, the predictive programming of the Simpsons is uncanny. So TBM, one of our commenters, <clears throat> has told me that Simpsons has gone fully woke. And I did I'm not sure. do, I didn't do a lot of research on that. Uh, TBM, you need to post some of that to the comments on the website so that we can get some links on that. He, he just post, he posted to me or texted to me a link to uh, an economics lesson they were going to have. Maybe, maybe it was yesterday and on Sunday or something on the, on the latest Simpsons episode. I haven't seen the Simpsons in a long, long time. I haven't either. But, but they are very predictive. They, it's, it's almost getting to be creepy how predictive they are. Yeah. I mean, they've got Donald Trump going down escalator stairs as the president of the United States. Right, and you can't find that re the real footage. It's like... And then Donald Trump, as president of the United States, goes down the escalator stairs. And it, 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 that's, too, that's too specific. That's too specific. I can't speak. Pacific? That's too Pacific. 
too too Pacific as opposed to so we have the Atlantic, the magazine, not the ocean. Then we have too Pacific, which is nonsense, not the ocean. the The ocean is just one Pacific, but it's a big ocean, right? Wow. Well, yeah, oh. I'm I'm like. Uh, this is another one of those points in the in the podcast where I just I'm sitting here going, man, it's just overload. It's overload. What's going on? Imagine trying to keep up and support all this stuff. You got your Black Lives Matter tattoo. You got your Ukrainian flag shirt. You got your mask on that probably says something like "Believe All Women." You've got three or four or seven vaccines shoved in your arm. You've got. And you're clamoring for the monkeypox vaccine. You're, pose, you're, 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 you know, you're, you're marching with pride and transgender. Did you hear Bill Maher? Yeah, the Bill Maher one was good. There. <laughs> Tell well, us about that, Bobby. Well, I think he said, what did he say? I'm going to paraphrase. He said, it, like, be, being, being gay is, is pretty boring now, like transgender is where it's at. He was Being pointing gay. out that there was the gay pride parade in one right. of these major cities and, and the, the people in charge of it were two, it was a transgender and two lesbians. And he's like, you know who's not represented here? A gay man. <laughs> yeah, and he said like gay is practically cis and cis is practically Mormon. Right, yeah. <laughs> and he had a picture of Mitt Romney. <laughs> like I, I don't really, I think Bill Maher can sometimes be clever here and there, but I think he's, I've always thought he's really unfair to religious people, especially he's, he's a, come down on the Mormons unfairly, but I thought that was a funny remark. Well, his, this 10 minute rant that he went on, which was of course pre-scripted and produced and everything got a lot of play in the new media, a lot of play on like zero hedge and got passed around because he, he's telling rational thought. He's speaking reality, truth, like like that kids go through phases. That was one of the things mm-hmm. that he brought up is like, look, kids go through phases. You don't, you know, your Think kid, about- when your kid wants to be an astronaut, you humor them. Yeah. But he said something like <laughs> about a saw. It's like, he said something like, you know, my, my kid thinks, he, my boy thinks he's a girl, you know, past the, like we're going to chop off his thing. You know, well, you don't do yeah. that because kids go through phases. I mean, think about when you were in high school. When you were in high school, you had the different cliques, right? You had like the theater kids and the goth kids and the jocks and the, uh, like skater, cowboys. the skater, skater kids, the cowboys. And guess what? I've mentioned I spent a fair bit of time at a high school. Those same cliques all still exist. Now think about kids you knew in high school that you now know today. We're the goth kids that you knew then are they still goth adults probably not skater kids back then no they're just normal adults most of them now like it's you latch on to things when you're a kid you you have identities that you kind of latch on to whether it's you know different friend groups or activities that you do you go to college you get a new identity you go to get a job and then you and eventually you're just a slacks wearing polo shirt wearing corporate drone like the rest of us yeah and then you try to retire and you're try to be a tourist but you can't so you just sit at home watching fox news and yelling at the tv yeah next thing you know you got gout you're yelling at sean hannity because he's not extreme enough (laughs) 
and you're going to Costco once a that, week. And that's our lives. <laughs> that and that is the hero's journey in America today. Oh, no, I boy. thought I thought Bill Maher <clears throat> his I think it's calculating. It's like, look, I'm going to get I'm going to take advantage of this and I'm going to get some of my audience back. I'm going to get yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Oh get yeah. Some I, I'm not going to sit here and wallow in the uh, gutter like the rest of you guys who are losing losing all your credibility. I'm going to say some stuff and I'm going to I'm going to have some influence. Right. John Stewart kind of tried to do that, but he he was sort of the one of the priests of liberalism there for a while, and then he retired. He's unretired, and I don't think he's oh, is new, he back. I don't think his new show has any audience, but he's just repeating the 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 woke gospel. Oh, really? He's now woke? Oh, yeah. He's always been. He's always been. Yeah, but hasn't he been tried to be like the rational leftist? Uh, I don't know. Maybe in the very beginning, but he was very quickly just co-opted by the talking point intelligence agencies. Well, where do we go from here? Where do we go now? Where do we go? Wow, wow. Where do we go now? Wow, 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 sweet child. That's right, Guns N' Roses. <clears throat> Sorry for the singing, uh, Red Vines. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to more of the narrative, because this is a narrative. There's a narrative that's being crafted right now. The who, why, why now, all of that stuff applies. Pre-bunked. Looking forward to more of that coming out. I am definitely concerned about this year. I think that the the I think that it's becoming too clear what we're dealing with, like a stolen election. Uh, I don't I don't know that they'll be. I don't know that they could spring on us another fake pandemic. I think it has to be the real thing. Like pe- lots of people really have to die. Like a really dangerous something or other. Because I think that the last one wore itself out. Pe- you know, does, do the people in New York want to go back under lockdown? I don't think so. I, and if they do it again, it would only be an attempt to, to like ridicule us, especially if it's monkeypox, right? right. Oh, look, you're going to lock up over, you're going to lock down over monkeypox <laughs> and they're laughing at us. Right. So, so I really think that, uh, the regular Joes out there are going, no, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice. You're not going to fool us again. Isn't that the way that George Bush did yeah, it? Yeah, he was like, fool, fool, fool me once, you, you fool. Shame on Shame on you. the fool. Shame, fool me again. Shame on. Don't fool me again. Fool me twice. You're not going to fool us again. I think that's what he said. So the actual phrase goes, fool me once, shame on you. Me, you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Exactly. Right? But I think we should do a t-shirt, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, and then put an AR-15 underneath it. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That, I think, would be a great t-shirt. Yeah. I think I Play the Radio would buy that one. Might be a little, maybe we'd get canceled for inciting violence. No, you just put it, what? <laughs> what, are you, what are you inferring from this? This is a Second Amendment shirt. Yeah, the Second Amendment to a document that has is, is been pre-bunked. <laughs> let, us never, uh, let us never speak of uh, I like that Nina idea. Scary Poppins again. Yeah, I hope she goes away. She's, uh, she's been thrown into the spotlight, and uh, she didn't like it. 
And because of disinformation, she had to, was forced to resign. Conspiracy theories and lies. Conspiracy. Misinformation. Disinformation. I would like to think that the Mind Virus show and our noble listeners out there had a lot to do with her having been shut down. Do you think we, I think we played a part. Oh, sure. I bet. I mean, no one knew about her until we found that clip we, we of her played it online. singing. We played it on the air. <laughs> how you hide a little lie it's how you hide a lie. yeah it is how you hide a little lie that's what you're doing that's your job nina oh did you see the the hide little lies i know i know lies. we're i know we're like uh kind of grasping for things to talk about here because we're just in the back of our minds thinking okay i've got to go out and get this preparedness thing and do this thing and run to the hills and figure out how to do the mind virus show from a uh, further away from the city <laughs> that's what i'm thinking in the back of my mind um did you see the recruiting video put out by the PSYOP group? Mm-mm. Okay, so there was a, literally there was a three-minute, highly produced um, recruiting film put out by the Army's fourth, uh, for the U.S. Fourth Army's like psychological operations group, and it was almost an admission. They were t- they were saying things like they were quoting Sun Tzu. They were quoting all the world's a stage, and it's real. You haven't seen this. Uh-uh. We should pause right now, and you should watch. Pa- pause the pause the podcast. You can watch it. Pa- pa- pause it. You, we can we we don't need the listeners to watch the three okay, minutes. We'll, okay, okay. Okay. Pause I'm gonna, it. I'm gonna. We're gonna it. time warp here. Let's time warp here. Bobby's gonna watch this. <laughs> Okay, we're back. And Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, back. I did see that. Okay. Okay, now that I've watched it again, I did see it. And Jordan, I thought that it was a group. I didn't realize it was like an official army group. You thought I, it was a spoof. I thought it was a spoof or someone kind of saying, hey, you know, there's... So the video's called Ghosts in the Machine. See, this is why my mind is so blown. I'm having a hard time. Like, what, what should we talk <laughs> about with the listeners? There's so much going on. This video, tell, tell us your reaction now that you, you know well, this, is I, real, I, this is real recruiting video. The first time I watched it, I was kind of like, wow, that's kind of creepy stuff. And I figured it was a group of people kind of like us saying, hey, there's ghosts in the machine, meaning that's an old phrase, right? Like to describe kind of AI and, you know, kind of powers beyond our understanding, especially with to do with computers and robots and things mm-hmm. and there are movies called ghost in the machine or something yeah and so i i watched this thinking it was people like us saying there's ghosts in the machine saying look at what we're doing look see my brother watched it and he he uh was thinking he, he was reminding me of some i don't know if it was a youtube or a comedy sketch or something where they had a bunch of uh Nazi SS soldiers, you know, and they're, and one of them's like, have you noticed we've got skulls on our caps? Right. Are we the baddies? <laughs> and he says, are we the baddies? Yeah, that's, that's become a famous meme, right? Like, are we the baddies? That's a famous meme? Yeah. Uh, okay, th- thank that, you. I didn't, that, I didn't know that. No wonder that he, thought, he, he thought I should have understood what he was talking about. I had to have him explain to me, where'd you get that? Are we the baddies? Is this something I should know about? So this is, this is real. This, this, that, that makes this extremely dystopian and creepy. They, they, uh, they bring up the threat of China. They, they quote Shakespeare, all the world's a stage. Yeah, they, 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 they've got this creepy music. Very creepy music. It's got a lot of uh, 
kind of retro looking footage of tape recorders and nuclear It's a little bit like the new bombs. Batman. Have you seen the new Batman? Not yet. It's kind of dark. We will link to this because it... Yeah, we're going to link to it. When I watched it, I thought, oh, that's kind of creepy and weird, but I'm glad people are trying to bring attention to that, this fact that so much of this is pre-bunked. And I didn't realize that it was I wrote, my, my brother sent real. This, yeah, my brother sent this to me and uh, some other family members, and I wrote back and I said, I watched it. This is real, by the way. Uh, this is not a parody, and it seems like it's more of an admission than a recruiting video. It's, it's an admission to ha- having been doing this for... Uh, for quite a while. And I sent them the Millennial Millie Shadowgate documentaries, mm-hmm. hoping that some of my family members will watch that because she has whistleblowers that were, one was a contractor, one was in the army. And they, they're saying, look, ever since the inception of social media, this has been going on in America and the army's been doing it. Right. We know the CIA has been messing around with corporate media for a long time. But when the army gets involved, that's the blunt instrument. That's when well, it goes like massive. You remember the Canadian military official saying, we've been using psychological tools on the population to get them to comply with COVID stuff. Well, the UK admitted it too. So this video has text on the screen. One of them says, anything we touch, and then it fades away, and then the next words come up, can be a weapon. And then it says, we can deceive, persuade. I'm reading this in real time while I'm watching it. Change. It's very dramatic, the way Influence. Inspire. See, the, the whistleblowers in the millennial, in the Shadowgate documentary, they, say, they call them influence operations. That's what they're officially called as influence operations. And they said, starting in the, the mid-teens or early teens, they, they started to recognize that the, the influence operations were happening on American soil. And the problem is, a lot of people are looking for this stuff via FOIA, Freedom of Information mm-hmm. Act requests. Mm-hmm. But because the government has farmed it all out to contractors, and these are like high-level generals that have formed companies, right? And and they all so you see that the traditional companies like Lockheed Martin, Raytheon, uh, General Dynamics, who, who else are some of the Halliburton, mm-hmm. some of these other big contractors, they've been doing this for a long time. But what what happens is these generals or or bureaucrats or whoever that's involved in the government, they'll they realize there's a heck of a lot more money to be made, so outside of it, like Blackwater, right? They, right. So they form their own contracting groups and then they get the government contracts this, and they interoperate with and people this is, like Lockheed Martin. You've seen this happening over the last few years. It's been happening a lot longer than that, but but with the, the medical establishment does it as well. Guys who used to be in the CDC or the FDA or whatever then retire from there or they, and they go out and set up a company. And it's like, Scott, um, Scott, the FBI Scott, and law enforcement does it. Scott Gottlieb's a good example, right? He used to yeah. head the FDA. Now he's on the board of brought to you by Pfizer. Okay. And it, well, know, the it's educa- a revolving door. But the education, <clears throat> the Department of Education does the same thing. And the Department of Housing and Urban Development does the same thing. Yeah, they all the do Department it. of Agriculture does the same thing. The, I mean, the Monsanto guys are a revolving door. These are all cartel-like Secret combinations, criminal syndicates. This says, the text on the screen says, we come in many forms. And you know what the video behind the words are? I don't remember. It's literally a guy putting on clown makeup. (laughs) We come in many forms. We are everywhere. (laughs) 
No, this is... And, I, then, I, and it says, we are everywhere. And then you know what it shows? A picture of the Statue of Liberty. Oh. We are everywhere, including America. It, 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 there wasn't, it wasn't like they did this without any thought. That, see, got, the army doesn't put its shoes on without like... This is put out people. by a psychological operations group. This itself is a psychological Psy-op. operation. It's an admission. It's, too, <clears throat> it's already been done to you. It's, they're laughing. See, I am not surprised that you thought that that was um, a spoof. Yeah, I, it's I, that weird. A feeling in the dark, and that shows people in riot shields, fires, troops on the streets. A message in the stars. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's a, that is a, something to talk about right there. But for another time, and it's got a- these people are a cult. There are there are astronomically significant events that have been occurring. Uh, should I even go there? And I'm going to expose myself as a crazy. You've done that already. Okay. There is an eclipse pattern. An eclipse is traditionally a bad omen. But there's an eclipse pattern occurring over the United States right now. It ha- the first one occurred in 2017. It was really fun. We went and saw it. You saw this. I think I might have talked about this before. Yeah, you have. I've got great photos of that eclipse. It's awesome. <clears throat> but it went from about Florida up through Oregon. Eclipse. That I took. It- I, didn't, I, I didn't steal the photos. I took them. Okay. I'm, I'm a Giga Chad photographer too. Okay. Good. I got some cool ones, the Ring of Fire <laughs> yeah. stuff. Well, anyway, this, this, the first eclipse was, was seen on a... There was a path that it followed, so depending on where you were in the United States, you could see the full eclipse, and the full eclipse path went from Florida all the way up to Oregon. Now, the next eclipse occurs six years and two-thirds of a year later. That's 6.66 or 6.67 years later. It occurs, and it goes from Southern California up through Maine, and it crosses, Mormons will love this, in Missouri, okay? Crosses the other line in Missouri. But see, the point is that if you're into astrology, you would base your actions on astrological timing. You would call your astrologer or look at your horoscope or whatever, or if you're into older astronomy, there's more maybe plausible <laughs> interactions than the, than the supermarket horoscopes that you might look at. But you would, like your birth chart, for example, you would figure out where the stars are and whether the stars are aligned to be auspicious for the activity that you want to engage in. And that's where supermarket horoscopes and supermarket astrology kind of came from, the idea that, oh, you're... You know, if you're a Virgo, you're going to find your love interest in, you know, because of the position of Neptune this year or something like that. But that all has a basis in more complicated, more, I don't, I don't know if I want to use the word rational. It's still an irrational science. But the idea is that if, if you're into cosmic energy, the, the date and place of your birth matters relative to events that play out in your life. Well, there's also the macro level events like an eclipse crossing over America or eclipse pattern crossing over over America. And I think that these guys being occultists, they, they, they're clearly like crazy cannibal. I mean, the the John Podesta cannibalism photos, all that stuff. They're clearly into some crazy stuff, right? I think that they see this as an auspicious time to take over America because of the eclipse pattern. It's like the the, the old, we've crossed over into a new age and you have this this bad omen over the, the old ethos of freedom 
and all the people here, and they see that as their chance to take us down. I, 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 it's in I, the stars. I, it's written I, in the stars. Yeah, I just need to quote here. I'm gonna an unattributed quote. You can figure it out. Quote. We don't need to ascribe any special meaning to the actual <laughs> phenomenon. Okay, I know. <laughs> but the, whether you do or whether you do or not, do they? Absolutely, they do. And we also should. We've been instructed to look watch for, for signs in the heavens. Signs in the heavens. And I think that the but are the, we the, the baddies? The context, <laughs> the context of that quote. Um, was another sign in the heavens that we should have, I think, ascribed special meaning to. Yeah, if you, yes, we should have. And that was being written. Uh, that was said that was about the, the confluence, con- the grand conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn. Yeah, the so-called Christmas star. Is that last year or the year before? I think it was last year, wasn't it? Like 2021. If, if you've read the Book of Mormon, if you've read the Book of Mormon, and I really wish that person that had uh, has turned us off would listen to this. 2020. Which is even more meaningful, I think, given all that took place in 2020. Because, see, if you're, if you're willing to, if you're unwilling to hear criticisms about your own self, your own institutions, you know, you, how can you ever avoid being, getting caught up in like what we always accuse the Catholic Church of, apostasy? How can you ever avoid the apostasy if you can never be wrong, right? right. So you, we have to entertain criticisms about our own government, our own religion, etc. We have to be able to entertain those. And so anybody that's read the Book of Mormon, you've got to at some point pose the question, are we the baddies? <laughs> you know, is, who is this talking to when it's right. warning us? Oh, ye Gentiles. Oh, ye teachers who sell yourselves for that which will canker. Why have you polluted the Holy Church of God? Is that, is that a warning? That's Mormon chapter 8. And by the way, the uh, grind the faces of the poor was a reference to Isaiah 3 or 2 Nephi uh, 13 and 26, I got, it wasn't, it's not in Mormon 8, but Mormon 8 is a really important chapter, especially yeah, for is. us. And, and it's like, we must take it, we must take it seriously, the possibility that the warnings are written for the people who will read the book and not all the people who don't read the book. Right. Because who else would they be for? <laughs> Skywriting is in the sky. It's in the sky. <laughs> Moroni was right. If we could do skywriting, maybe we could write that in the sky. Moroni was right. That could be a good t-shirt as well. Hmm. Well, I don't that know. That leaves us a lot to think about. When, you, when you guys watch this uh, PSYOP video at the end of watching our podcast. Yeah, it still kind of like blows my mind because I'd seen that. And I thought, man, that's creepy stuff. I'm glad people are calling attention to the creepy stuff. <laughs> I didn't realize that it was an official recruiting video or propaganda video put out by the put out, you know, and funded by the United States military. Now, look. Usually, when we say the sky is falling, it doesn't happen, and the world spins on and. It's like, oh, yeah, 2020 was bad, but isn't it great that this year we've dropped the mask requirements and we can go out and vacate, recreate. I guess we don't say vacate. We can go on vacation and recreate and, and, and take a breather. But I just have this sense that of impending, in an impending tidal wave, impending doom, <laughs> 
And I'm not saying you shouldn't have a have a nice summer. <laughs> well, Biden told it's like Biden. You unvaccinated are gonna have a winter of suffering and death. Well, that didn't really happen, right? No, maybe he's just off. Top by com- one by one year. Top comment on this uh, video is. Uh, when you realize the target they're referring to in the video is you. <laughs> but yeah, people are onto it. You know, this is creepy, disturbing, completely brilliant video. And they're not r- erasing these comments. They haven't locked the comments. They're letting this fly. Some people have called it hubris. Some people have called it uh, tone deaf. Yeah, here's what, we are masters of, decep- of deception. This is a comment. We are masters of deception. Also, everything we don't like is misinformation. <laughs> The Raytheon Ministry of Truth. <laughs> right. Everything is a weapon, even this video. Yeah, there's... um. <laughs> this glows harder than a Christmas tree in February. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's amazing to me that that's real. And uh, like we've been saying, guys, it, it's all real. It's all real. And you ask, do they really believe it, right? These occultists, do they ascribe meaning to America being X'd out by bad omens? Of course they do. Of course they do. And they act on this stuff. They, it's they, like, yeah, now's the time. They, they know what they're doing. And it might be that the morons down in the, in the rank and file, like Scary Poppins, don't really understand it or know. But the people people moving and shaking the god kings the self-proclaimed god kings who are trying to design our future absolutely no they absolutely know and we need to know as well we need we know as well we know as followers of of truth and seekers of truth we know how this all plays out as well and we've got to start fighting back we've got to start being bold and brave yeah well and and pray hard like we need a savior if if there was ever a people that needed a savior it, it's us for sure in a temporal sense and in a spiritual sense yeah that's what the wef is right the the first thing that needs to be freed is our minds uh, we really are caught in darkness <coughs> even those of us that think we we have some understanding we 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 really need to be uh woken up first spiritually and mentally and then we can take better actions physically but we do need we do need the lord's help on all fronts and so i hope you're praying i hope you're helping your your friends to to see what's going on because it's there it's there to be seen now more than ever it's there to be seen and and to be processed and to be understood so that a person can repent can change their heart mind right it's there it's there now it's almost like we're at the point in the wedding where it's speak now or forever hold your peace and uh think now or forever hold your peace right (laughs) because things have gotten really really crazy and so uh, you know, I, I really believe that, that we need God's help in all of this because the, the forces that are arrayed against us are quite powerful and the, the people do uh, dwell in darkness. Darkness does cover the earth, yea, gross darkness, the minds of the people, and hence all flesh is corrupted before his face. Doctrine and Covenants section 112. Um, so I hope that uh, you'll use this as incentive to continue to petition the Lord for greater understanding, greater connection, and aid in these perilous times. 
that's all I really got to say there. Well said. I think I'm all. I think I'm all talked out. All all talked out. Well, understand. Yeah, understand. We're all being we're all being pre-bunked to believe certain things, and uh, don't let your mind uh, fall into those traps. They're out. Like they said, they they say everything we touch is, is a, a weapon. weapon. Well, we have the ultimate weapon, and that's. That's truth. The sword of truth. The fiery sword. So let's start using it and be brave and be bold and seek the truth. Seek and find that truth. And uh, I'm all talked out as well. Well, on that note, I wish you a happy week and we'll figure out how to get a Memorial Day episode out. Yeah, we will coordinate that offline. Okay, let's do that. Okay. (laughs) All right. Thank you, everybody. We appreciate you. Congratulations, Feeding the Hungry. Thank you again for your comments and for uh, getting in touch with us via back channels. We will eventually get you a t-shirt, hopefully before the supply chain fully collapses. If you have a preference on what the t-shirt says, please reach out to us again. I think I think we might take that into our own hands, though. Okay. Buy the, the old books is a great quote to put on it. You can reach out. Yeah, right now we yeah, like just know you. that you may or may not have any influence on that. <laughs> All right, thanks again, everybody. I do, I do kind of want to do maybe some listener appreciation shirts someday, like just throw out a few to random people just because we love them. Yeah, that would require us to make those, but we could do that. We could maybe do that. Okay, well, have a great week, everybody. This is the Mind Virus Podcast signing off.